to On the Block with Stricken Bach on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. It is time for Hitting the Hardwood, our daily segment geared toward our NBA fans here in Lincoln, Nebraska, and throughout our listening base. Uh, Big day in the NBA, big day for New York City altogether, as uh, New York City Mayor Eric Adam announced Thursday uh, today that the mandate for unvaccinated athletes and performers has been lifted. Of course, this affects the Knicks, Knicks, uh, Nets, Yankees, Mets, any other teams there out there in New York, but most importantly, um, the kind of the headliner of all this is, of course, Kyrie Irving. Uh, the Nets are have never been able to play kind of as a team. Of course, the the big three. I loved, I love how anytime a big group gets together, I loved hearing when uh, James Harden and, and Kyrie Irving and, and Kevin Durant all got together. Oh, this is the best team of all time. And it definitely didn't turn out that way. Uh, they still could maybe even win a championship. I still don't think they're in the best team of all time category. There was not enough ball for that big three. Um, but it is going to be interesting to see if, if Kyrie, you know, if, if that team can get healthy. Certainly Kyrie's at least probably has a lot of his legs left for this playoff run. He definitely has his legs left. Yeah. And you see it in what he's doing in production. I mean, obviously – I think that's an, uh, an interesting thing that just recently happened in that they ran up against Memphis and without a John Morant and they had Kevin and both of them going like almost 75 points combined between the both of them um, with Kyrie breaking 40 and KD, you know, in the 30 range. So um, with that, uh, you find that they're still vulnerable. They're still vulnerable. And, and they did Memphis. This Memphis team is a team that you got to keep your eye on. I mean, they did all of that without John ja Morant. So you've got to you've got to really figure that they're a team to watch in in out west, and, and and don't by any means, you know, count them out. Um, but Brooklyn now with Kyrie being available in this last stretch, these these last few games uh, to kind of get back and get in sync with everybody and then now be able to finish it out and close everything out, I think is going to be a tremendous asset for them, um, you know, to hopefully get rhythm, find, find some, uh, some cohesion between all of them and then see if they can make a run at it. The East isn't as dominant as, as it, it used to be. I mean, it is, let me, let me just say that the West has always been dominant. The West yeah. is weaker than the East now. I think I think there's pretty much there's some parity. It's it's pretty balanced, but I think the East is probably the strongest conference right now. So they're going to need all hands on deck to be able to make a run coming out of this uh, this final stretch. Well, yeah, and it's interesting. You're kind of getting to that point where some teams are, are officially in, like the the Heat and the Suns have uh, claimed playoff spots. Uh, so other teams that are so bad they're eliminated, like the Pacers, Pistons, and and Magic and, and Thunder and Rockets. But it's just fascinating. I, I can't wait to see. They're a race to the bottom, Bach. Yeah, they, they are race. That's right. <laughs> it's, it's the they're first taking. race to the bottom to see who's going to get the <laughs> get the ball. That's right. Um, but the Nets, for what it's worth, right now 
are the eighth seed, and they're not really close to the seventh seed. I mean, they're two and a half games behind, so I guess that's somewhat close. But for, for where they're at, 38 and 35, and you can see it displayed in their record. Usually, um, you can put up a pretty good home record, and then your away record will be, eh, you try to hit 500 or whatever. Um, Brooklyn is 16 and 19 at home and 22 and 15 uh, on the on the road. And again, that's because they haven't been able to have Kyrie Irving there. Um, but there's a lot more problems that goes with, with their health. They just need to kind of put it all together. But they're going to be fascinating because I, I would love to see, of course, there's the natural in, in, um, uh, interest if the 76ers match up with the Nets because of the trade that's gone down. And, and other people are in and another part of this too, is that there are some people that don't expect Ben Simmons to play at all this year. Um, so the Nets yeah. might not be at full strength in, in that way either. Um, but right now, I mean, they're, they look like, unless they can make a run here late, and maybe this news will help them, that they're destined for a play-in game type of situation, which uh, that's dangerous. And I, I, if they get in, they'll be among the favorites. But a one-game one game sample size, anything can happen. Anything can happen. It, it turns it into an NCAA tournament within an NCAA tournament, but just at the end of, uh, the NBA level. And, yeah, one game can, can, can change the whole dynamic of everything that you would hope. And uh, to get this information late from Eric Adams and, and now to to be able to play uh, at full strength with other than injuries is is I'm sure makes them feel pretty good as to where they are. Other than Ben Simmons, I guess it seems to be some uh, some back issues in his spine or something like that. That's been causing him problems. But, yeah, not to be able to have him, his defensive abilities and, and just his open court abilities is, is I'm sure is going to be a detriment to them. Yeah, and you just hate to see it. Anytime the Nets get a you know a big team put together, uh, just something goes wrong. Oh wait, no, I don't hate to see that. I like to see that, so I'm not too worried about that. But I do like to see. I would like to see that team at full strength at least give it a go. Um, uh, but I would be cheering against them. But in any case, we'll see what happens in the East. It is it's fascinating. Again, I think a lot of people are saying. I mean, Boston's a really hot team. Can you can you say? I mean, they might even you know they're pretty close to after being 500. You know, a third of the way through the season, they might have a chance to take that number one seed. Uh, just a game and a half back of the Heat. A lot of people thinking either way the East is going to go through Philadelphia or with the Bucks, the defending champs. That makes sense. Uh, but the team on top there, the Miami Heat, uh, maybe a little bit under-respected, but now there is trouble there as uh, Udonis Haslam, who's been there now for 30-plus years, I think, um, still playing. <laughs> as, uh, as he's like he's basically just a coach on the bench, I think, at this point in time. Um, but him, he was looked like he was sticking up for Eric Spolstra um, as – Jimmy Butler, who has had problems in Chicago with some of his teammates. He had problems in Minnesota with this, some of his teammates. Now it extends to Miami. Uh, they were having a verbal uh, fight, and it looked like they were talking about a physical fight. <laughs> and, you know, they had to be separated, including Coach Spo, who is tiny. Like, what, 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 uh, what do you win by beating up a tiny guy, especially if he's your coach? I don't think you win the argument, um, and you certainly wouldn't win anything as far as your, your, um, you know, your, 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 your career goes forward. What do you think of Jimmy Butler? Obviously, he has, he's had trouble, especially you know Westbrook gets all the attention for not shooting well from deep. As far as NBA stars go, Jimmy Butler has been uh, nearly as bad uh, since All Star break from beyond the arc. Um, but that aside, is he a player? We saw him take the, the heat to the finals um, with Bam and Goran Dragic and all those guys. Now got him on top of the of the East. Is he a guy you think that you would be pretty comfortable building your franchise around? Or the fact that he keeps fighting everybody, is that a problem? Everybody plays well when the contracts is on the line. <laughs> 
That's the one thing you got to watch that out guy. when you're dealing with. He's that type of guy. When the contract, it reminds me of Eddie Curry. Whenever Eddie Curry was going through it back in the day when he was with New York and and obviously being a, a first first pick and so forth and so on. And every time contract year came up for that, that young man, it was like he lost all kinds of weight and he was ready to go and he balled a little bit and then they get the next deal and he would get blow up like a house. It was the same thing in a different way, I think, with Jimmy Butler. Jimmy Butler is, to me, I mean, he's a solid player. Um, obviously, a lot of people had a bubble run, so to speak. Yeah. It, it, you know, so let's not let's not let's not get that twisted. A lot of people play well in the bubble. And what do you think uh, that Jimmy, is too? Because I know, like, the, the Morris twins are talking like that. You don't have to travel. It's it's what 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 some people may not understand is. You play a game. You, okay, let me give you an example. We played a game. We had a road trip. We played Charlotte. We played Atlanta. We played Miami. And then we came back and played when I was in Boston. We came back and then we played Orlando. We played we, we played we played Charlotte. We flew down and we had a night off, played, uh, hung out a little bit in Atlanta, played the next night. Then we had a back-to-back in Miami. We Now, listen, that's a short trip. It's not always that short. We finish the game. By the time you get finished, get to the airport, you get into the plane, get to the – get fly, get there, ride, get on the bus, get there to the uh, hotel, you're almost at 2 o'clock. That's just on a short flight. Some of those other times it could be 3 in the morning. So then you got to play a back-to-back. That's how that stuff runs. So playing in a bubble, you just go back to the room in Disney or whatever you was playing at and get in the bed and you good. Walk to the little gym that you're going to practice at. Boom, boom. Then you're at the game the next night, walk into the gym and you're just real no nonchalant. You ain't getting on no planes and yeah. dealing with that. Yeah, you didn't have to deal with that. It was interesting. We saw some guys just blow up in the bubble. They really liked that atmosphere. And some teams, the Lakers, and I've seen the Morris, uh, one of the Morris. It's like practice. There's no, yeah. there's no crowd. You see all the sensitivity, the men with the, the, the Ralph Tresvents out there now. Everybody's sensitive. You can't even deal with the crowd half of the time now. So you didn't have to deal with no crowd. There was nobody in the gym. So it's like <laughs> practice. Everybody can play free. Well, we are up against it, so we're going to have to let you go. Uh, we'll be back here with On the Block. But coming up next on Ticket Weeknights is uh, Buzzy Carruthers from out there at Tanner's. That's next. <laughs> 